Hello. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron. And Nicole, this is Dude That's Fucked Up. Not you, bitch, Alexa. Calm the fuck down. I heard you. I heard you bump your little bump. Off. Off. Off with her head. (laughs) Muting that hoe. (laughs) Yeah. Muter. Mm. She's been silenced. Uh, All right. Well, fucking now that Alexa's out of here. Button into our convo, man. Dude, always listening, thinking what? <sighs> oh, she wants to start a podcast now. Well, how about you? Don't, bitch. We got f- almost six years on you, so calm the fuck down. <laughs> She's just like, I'm not a, I'm not a regular AI. I'm a cool AI. <laughs> Let me hang out, babes. Uh, hey, young people, or whatever. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? Well, how are you? I'm okay. Getting over a fucking cold per usual, but Ugh, you know, per usual. Yeah. Um, wild, wild to see people's Spotify unwrapped. Oh, I know. It's I, people in the face the secret Facebook group today were <sighs> like someone started a thread and they all were sharing like screenshots of us like in their top five. A bitch. I can't even. I was getting so emotional. It's just so wild to see like our our podcast next to people whose podcasts I listen to. Like I, the Bold and the Beautiful, Trixie and Katya. I fucking can't. what? How? I was like, I saw that today and I was like, what? People are listening to Trixie and Katya and they're listening to us. And we were higher on their list. I can't. I can't. I won't. I, I, I just can't. I, I shan't. I shan't. I shan't. It's great. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And yeah. uh, I feel reinvigorated. I, truly. I. It's such a crazy thing to to uh, encounter towards the end of the year, too, when you're just kind of like in the doldrums, I think. Yeah. Uh, you're like tired and looking forward to like a new beginning or something mm-hmm. like, yeah, it feels it's like a, it puts a nice little pep in your step. Yeah. It like helps set the tone, I think, for future endeavors. So well, and like we don't OK, like we don't have bosses or anything that are like telling us we're doing a good job or like even telling us we're doing a bad job. You know, like mm-hmm. there's no one but us mm-hmm. managing it. So it's like also great to see feedback, any feedback, yeah. whether it's good or bad. It's like always very helpful and so this is just very exciting and very good and feels like a lovely way to end the year i love it anything else going on no that's it what Um, about you no nothing just uh sorry for my froggy voice oh it's a it's it's only a little twinge excuse me yeah um okay you guys we have an episode for you it's like kind of seasonal it's seasonal. It's 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 um well I mean not seasonal. It's a it's um it's timely. Topical. It's always timely. It's topical. Yeah. It's a little serious, but also, I guess. But I very guess, funny. Yeah. Yeah. We. we I don't make take this seriously. Well, some people do. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> and you know it's it's uh we have a platform. We're gonna use it. Ooh, for good today. For good today. Yeah. Okay? We try um, sometimes. We're we're um we're gonna talk today a little bit about uh media literacy. Oh, love. And how to kind of the internet is massive and wild and it is full of fucking horseshit and <laughs> conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um and some of those conspiracy theories you'll undoubtedly hear during the holidays. Um, what better time? <laughs> I heard one. The The reason this came up uh, is because like it's timely. And also I heard one from my mom, not to sh- shout her out, but like mm. I'm going to shout her out. Hey, mom. Uh, she brought something up to me that I was like, that's not true. Like, I just knew by what it was. I was like, yeah. no, because I know how that works. And that's not how that works. But and your you mom see this is, shit everywhere. Your mom is an otherwise like very She's intelligent. Yeah. Literate. But listen, it doesn't matter because everyone falls for it. I have so many friends that have been falling for certain news stories and sharing them and spreading them and being like, we have to do something about this. And that's where it ends because it's not a real thing. 
yeah uh and it 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 always kind of like pops off during big events too Mm -hmm. like right now the world cup is happening Mm -hmm. election just happened an election just happened a special election is going to happen in georgia if you not register to vote in georgia uh, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> I've been sending so many postcards. There's there's all these things happening right now. We, yeah. we just, like you said, had an election. We The World Cup is happening. Mm-hmm. And a very uh, interesting part of the world, let's say. Yeah. And um, <laughs> ooh, it's really gnarly. I'm I not it. going to go in depth on it. But I, I wish have, we would talk about that. I have been listening to the podcast World Corrupt. It's... Um, it's like a crooked media podcast with mm. Tommy Vitor and one of my favorite uh, like s- football soccer people in the world, Roger Bennett, mm-hmm. um, who hosts Men in- the Men and Blazers podcast. Um, and they talk about like the like FIFA and how corrupt and just the whole how this like whole system is rigged for, you know, literally handing each other like envelopes full of cash and shit so it's just it's like it's like it was like a red flag that we're even having the world cup in qatar qatar did not have any infrastructure 10 years ago did not have six stadiums built to host the world cup 10 years ago had no public transportation was just a literal like you know like had not had no infrastructure. Also, they're like a human rights violation. Like 6,500 6, uh, laborers have died. Like like migrant workers yeah. have died over the course of ten years of building the infrastructure the shit for together. the World Cup. So not to mention they like jail gay people and like it's it's a fucking gross place, dude. Yeah, and it's the wild. fact that we even are having it there is insane. But yeah. but it's, I'm not uh, in charge of that. Yeah, it's wild. So, but so when you have these kind of like big things happening in the world, there's like tons of opportunity for um, fake news, which is weird because there should be real news coming from that shit. You know what I mean? It's like, why do we have all this fake garbage when there's actual atrocities that we should be looking at? And it's like, because people don't want us looking at that. Yep. There's a, a little thing that, you know, big, powerful companies corporations organizations like to mm-hmm. do yeah and like this is not a conspiracy theory this is like no, this real is real life yeah they distract from Tough. the shit and yep. um you know there's also a case to be made for like conspiracy theories that pop up that are out of it's not even conspiracy theories it's just like out of context out of context misinformation yeah things that are distracting from other things so yes we're going to talk a little bit about the most i think popular uh some currently popular i would say yeah that are like viral like yeah the biggest viral load right now that's (laughs) going around in terms of like a few topics that we think going into the holidays maybe you'll come across at like the extended dinner table with your larger family that's right. Uh, your weird uncle's definitely going to bring up one of these topics or your weird aunt, whatever. Or, yeah, you know, or both. Your They're going to tag team you. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anybody, a cousin. Like, it could be a young person, too. Like, also, as we said earlier, like, this stuff doesn't discriminate. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily just coming from your conservative family members. No. Like I, we said earlier, my mom brought something up that wasn't real. And it's yeah. like, no, that's not Yeah, happening. there's. Okay, so. Just like let's just get into it. One of the first uh, big conspiracy theories that's probably going to be going around like one of the topics. Yeah. Unfortunately, because it is very scary and and tragic is the topic of fentanyl. Yeah, Um, that is scary. It is scary. I I unfortunately know a lot of people who have had drug addiction problems who have died as a result of like fentanyl being, you know, laced with their the drug that they're using and it's fucked so yeah. it's it there's reason for it to be scared to be scared of it but yeah. there's um of course like with a lot of these conspiracy theories and these like you know this misinformation that gets thrown around a lot of truth is kind of precedes it or is like woven into it um yeah 
One of the big things, though, that has been making the rounds on social media, especially on Facebook, is the quote-unquote fentanyl exposure myth. Yes. Um, It's kind of dominated some headlines lately, and it's people have claimed to have experienced, quote, overdoses from touching unknown powders they believe to be fentanyl or from simply being in close proximity to some substance they believe to be fentanyl, even when it turns out to not be fentanyl. Um, so I, you probably have heard this like random stories. Um, a woman picked up a dollar bill. Um, mm. she later tested negative for any fentanyl. Here's and a hot tip. Don't pick up any dollar bills on the street. Cause have you seen shit dollar? Yeah. <laughs> I'm more concerned about <laughs> shit being on stuff than fentanyl. Okay. Honestly, listen, best case scenario, you get a dollar. Big deal. Worst case scenario, there's doo-doo on your hands. (laughs) It's poop. poop. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) This this woman, it's basically this woman thought like she she had some reaction and thought it was fentanyl and it was just like, no. Low blood sugar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then another one that made the rounds that was like super crazy popular was this sheriff's deputy who collapsed after handling an open bag of powder. Uh, both <laughs> cases just were not having anything to do with fentanyl, but they were like, it's fentanyl, you know, it's just like this boogeyman. Help right me. Now. Help me. I touched this open bag of powder. It's so what are you doing? You put on fucking gloves and do your job. There's protocol, Doug. There's that's confectioner sugar, first of all. Like, calm down. Help me. I touched an open bag of powder. It's so stupid. It's just like I was close to I was close to somebody smoking marijuana. Am I high now? It's like, oh, come on, man. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Fucking some other police officers like, that's a bag of Bisquick. The box is right here. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so first thing you know, need to know about fentanyl is like, it's, this is like extremely, this is not a thing. Okay, first of all. Yeah, touching it. For You can absorb fentanyl into your, through your skin, but if it's in a powder form, like there's nothing, it's not going to be... You can't really. I, you, you'd, you'd have, have to, to be, snort it like a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. rail of coke, you know, or swallow to, it, or swallow it. Yeah, but like a lot, like a oh, you know, a good amount. Yeah, yeah. Ma- like on purpose. Yeah, um, just like touching it or being close to it is not going to make you overdose. Um, yeah. The uh, if that was the case, because there's fentanyl and out out here in the world, people use fentanyl patches like cancer patients use fentanyl patches mm. like for management of pain all the yeah, time yeah yeah and these uh administer the drug through the skin which is like a real thing mm-hmm. uh but it takes about 12 to 16 hours to deliver a significant amount of the drug to the bloodstream so yeah. you're not going to instantaneously if you get coming contact with it die um <laughs> and also like you're not so if somebody has a fentanyl laced dollar bill and you touch it you're not gonna like pass out from it you're gonna yeah. I don't know it you're it nothing's gonna happen basically yeah um uh, Dr. Lewis Nelson a professor and chair of the Department of Emergency Medicine and the chief of the Division of Medical Toxicology at Rutgers Uni- New Jersey Medical School said told uh, Reuters that the symptoms people reported experiencing in these stories about incidental fent- fentanyl exposure are more consistent with stress or anxiety than drug overdoses. Okay, wh- I think that's real. Like they got freaked out that they touched something that could have been fentanyl and they like worked themselves up into a frenzy. I think totally. that makes sense. Like you have a psychosomatic uh, you know, experience thinking like you've heard maybe something about fentanyl and then you're like in contact with it and you freak out. Like that could totally happen or you yeah. just have like a panic attack cuz you're working in a high Stress, 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 you know, environment, yeah. whatever. So, yeah, this is all very much bullshit. Um, but like I, w- I said. Oh, oh, what? No, I'll say something because I have it down lower, but it's related. I should have moved it up. But um, also, like, there's 
there's like an additional kind of lens to this too, which this is like what my mom brought up to me is that mm. this method specifically, which is doesn't exist, is being used to bring women into sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, whether they're leaving like a, a dollar bill laced with it, you know, somewhere you might see it or like a story that came out of Houston where a woman claimed that there was like a napkin laced with fentanyl kind of tucked under her um, door handle like of her car. Mm. Like it was there's was just a napkin and she touched it and then she freaked out because gross napkin. I don't yeah. know what's on that. It's like fucking loogie and someone just like put a cum napkin or something like yeah. under my. We don't know what perverts and weirdos are out there and then like sitting in their car watching you touch this gross napkin. Ew, you know, and then that's where the panic attack comes from and they think it's fentanyl, but it's not. No. Um, and And that's not how you. Like, that's not how it, like, your body would react, so. No. Um, yeah, and, and I like I was saying, like, misinformation often stems from, like, a grain of truth that's out there. Yeah. Um, and that grain of truth is that drug smugglers have used candy boxes to try to sneak fentanyl through airports. Mm. And fentanyl has been manufactured in bright colors to entice young people. So... That could be where the idea of the Halloween candy that was going around. Yeah. Like, it's just like clockwork. Every decade we get a new, you know, kids are going to overdose on crack or. Yeah. Yeah. This year it was fentanyl. This year it was fentanyl. And yeah. um, or for the past couple of years, it's been fentanyl. And makes zero because sense of this. Makes yeah. zero sense. No dealers are giving their drugs away. Sorry. <laughs> sorry to break it. Sorry to break the news to you, everyone in the neighborhood. They are keeping their drugs because they're either A, doing them, or B, selling them. They're not just giving them away for fucking free, dude. I don't know if you guys know, but drug dealers are trying to make money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. People don't deal drugs, like, for their heart's sake. Like, it's not no, a passion. No of anyone's it's a living that they have to make and it's for money yeah drug dealers are not out here handing out fucking drugs for free okay i mean maybe but not no. in not in your neighborhood probably they'll maybe okay? give you a little taste of something but guess what it's not gonna be fentanyl it's not gonna be pure fentanyl because they don't want you to die they'll lose a customer that's yeah it's fucking it's stupid basic fucking economics you it's guys so oh my god if people just like stopped and thought about this for one second no. like it it's does so not dumb. the math isn't mathing no um also if somebody's in your neighborhood trying to give like drugs out to people on halloween like while everybody's out and about, like parents and shit are like trick-or-treating yeah. with their kids. That's a bold fucking move that will absolutely get them caught immediately. So yeah, like you're on everyone's uh webcam or whatever. You're on everyone's uh security cam. Yeah. Nest cam. On. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, urban legends about harm- harmful Halloween candy have been around for decades, including fears of razor blades and apples and pins and chocolate. Yeah. Um, But researchers, historians, and fact checkers have never found any evidence of fatalities from tainted Halloween candy. And reports of contaminated candy are often hoaxes. Yeah. Uh, The rumors also can distract people from actual, you know, danger on Halloween, like increased pedestrian fatalities. Yeah. Uh, Case in point, there was a family hit by a drunk driver. I think he was drunk and high. Yeah. On God knows what. Um, who hit an entire family of three right Last around year. the corner from my house. Yeah. Two no, three years ago when we first moved here. Wasn't it during the pandemic? Uh it was twenty nineteen. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, dang. I thought it was like last year. No. Yeah, it's killed them killed them. All I was, of them. Yeah, killed them. I was gonna say, uh, yeah, the like the amount of just drunk driving on Halloween, like young adults are still partying and celebrating the holiday and like shit gets yeah. bad. And it's like, why don't why are, isn't there more stress and caution around that? I guess because it's harder to control adults. I don't know. Any holiday. I'm not out on the on the street. 
like I don't like to be yeah any I don't like driving I don't like being I don't like going from point A to point B on the holiday because yeah people are drinking and driving yeah period I agree yeah you know? ever since that woman went the wrong way on uh like Memorial Day weekend in New York like the wrong way on the freeway and it was like a huge massacre I'm oh like ooh even like no holiday is safe to be driving no. Even, like Super Bowl Sunday, even do no. not leave your house nope. unless you want to be in a drunk driving accident with someone like that's it's just not good to be out. Shit, People man, I'm even I'm even wary like after daylight savings time because oh, like, no, that's the most accidents time change. of the yeah, year. Most accidents. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that like going back to the uh, example about like the the in the police force and in the sheriff's like department where they're all freaked out. It's something that they're trying to combat with educating the police because like so many people in the police force and like in those types of jobs are like super freaked out about fentanyl because it's, you know, people so many people are dying from it. And so they're having to go in and like give them PowerPoint like presentations and be like, yeah, yeah. So this isn't how it happens. And like maybe wear gloves, but like you don't like. Don't worry, unless you're like doing rails of this shit, you'll be okay. And then they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Same with like other first responders, too. It's just like everybody is like wary and scared whenever there's like a fentanyl kind of related incident because of, of, you know, this misinformation. So it's literally freaking people out to the point where they like are afraid to do their job. So is this is you know like narcan is that what it is narcan Uh uh-huh narcan yeah does that help with fentanyl overdoses or just like heroin um i think so i think it's like any kind of oh yes okay well that's a good reason for everyone to be equipped with a narcan Mm -hmm. type situation and to have them available without any judgment just because like people think i mean like think of all the people that have died just this year like high profile comedians and shit doing coke but it was laced with fentanyl and they died Mm -hmm. so having narcan around is very helpful for this reason and shouldn't be shouldn't be smited or whatever you know yeah oh man well there's like a so fentanyl is like a big one and there's tons of like conspiracy theories that are branching off of that because it's the fentanyl I feel like is the big boogeyman right now yeah um for a lot of people like you said doesn't matter which side of the aisle you are on politically right it's scary like even people who are like pretty smart are getting caught up in these kind of like urban legends almost yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's, um and it I think there was like a a there was some research done where it was proven that like 16 people were putting out like only 16 people were putting out these false news stories and what happens is it gets copied and pasted right and people take it and run with it somebody high profile will like see this Mm -hmm. see a story retweet and retweet it and then it just like takes on a life of its own and that's kind of what happens yeah, so. there's no source attached to it at that point. And mm-hmm. so it's like hard for you to fact check it or trust it. But like when a celebrity or a friend shares something, you're like, oh, it must be fine, you know. But mm-hmm. so many times it's just like repurposed. Hot and garbage. we'll talk we'll talk more later about how to like recognize and how to like yeah. parse through some of the shit that yeah. pops up quite often. Yeah. Um, I think right now also another like crazy boogeyman topic is human trafficking uh human trafficking has been around for centuries um i mean (laughs) i mean literally since the world started probably like since women existed and slavery is yeah one of the you know huge uh pivotal uh points of of uh capitalist society (laughs) capitalist society so Yeah. yeah Um, but people are now kind of, um, associating human trafficking with like children and pedophilia and Mm. all this stuff. And of course it definitely is, but yeah, people are going down really weird paths with this, uh, idea that, 
Um, for example, there was that really bizarre um, story about Wayfair. <laughs> oh being, yeah, being oh like my a, God, I forgot a source about of that. human trafficking, and yeah, it was all because somebody on a Reddit thread found these industrial cabinets that were named like had like human women names which was weird of course uh but they were like priced really high but so like, do like fucking hurricanes so what's the yeah. point <laughs> i don't understand it's like there's a hurricane nicole and it's like womp womp you know what i mean yeah i think we as a human population always try to anthropomorphize everything yeah. so yeah, yeah 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 that's just a a weird quirk of humans um but what was really happening was these cabinets were for com- commercial use mm-hmm. which is why they were priced so high um they were like tens of thousands of dollars some of them yeah um but they were like massive and made of stainless steel and were for use in like huge warehouses or restaurants or whatever yeah but people didn't know what the fuck was going on so they just jumped to conclusions and were like is this are they smuggling humans inside of these cabinets or is it like coded like you buy this cabinet and you also get you know a little girl like what like yeah yeah what is this why are these so expensive for real so it was just it got it picked up traction it was a reddit thread somebody saw this posted it on their facebook and yeah you know and then it just fucking spread like wildfire through the christian facebook groups or whatever and then yeah now here we are yeah it's so weird how there's so many like pedophilia mm-hmm. stories coming out especially from like the conservative party mm-hmm. just like anything pedophile like they're just like making up so many stories and it's just like why and i, I mean i know why because those they're not real so they're not actually solvable they're, they're a way to, like, rally their base around in, in against something that's, like, a moral issue and doesn't really exist, so it's not a real problem that they have to solve. But, like, this stuff is rampant right now because we just but had it is the election. Real. It is real, to be clear. Oh, no, but no. Like, pedophilia and sex trafficking is real. The stories in particular that they're fabricating mm-hmm. are not real, actual examples of things that are happening. It's always these, like big wide like swathy they all sound like urban legends you know where it's Mm -hmm. like well who was that well when did that happen and it's like there's Mm -hmm. no answers for you because this this instance didn't actually occur yeah uh and also like some of it is uh very much projection (laughs) yeah i mean you know we always go it's like why are like everybody's so fucking you know oh, oh, verklempt and pearl clutching about everything that's going on in the made-up world and then it's like but everybody's just like letting their families go to church i don't get it like we you know what happens in catholic churches right you know what happens in like these fucking young youth pastor groups right some fuck shit yeah maybe look there the next um big topic yeah. that is just um been taken way too far is the anti-vax movement um oh my god it's back y'all Ooh. it's back anti-covid bullshit <laughs> my god um it's oh my god i don't even know what to say anymore about I have nothing to say, really, truly, about anti-vax people. It's just... I do. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got a lot to say. <laughs> well, okay, we're going to talk about the News Literacy Project in a second, but I mm-hmm. kind of got a lot of um, information from their website. Yeah, And same. so... Okay, good. So they said... Uh, so so um, they have, mm-hmm. like, a whole a whole like article on 
Well, they have multiple articles actually on like a few different rumors floating around about the COVID vaccine specifically. And so one of them right now that they pointed to says an anti-vaccine group has rehashed several debunked conspiracy theories and repackaged them into a documentary style movie called Died Suddenly that premiered on social media. That really happened. That's like a real thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. These This anti-vaccine group made this fake documentary and then it, they premiered it on social media because of course they did because no actual production companies or even theater chains are going to touch this bullshit. And the reason no theaters want to put it in th- in their theaters is because they don't want a bunch of like unvaccinated million (laughs) like middle-aged crackers all up in their theaters fucking spreading covid you know what i mean they're like not here this is an enclosed space yeah uh, ma'am and you are extremely unvaccinated (laughs) (laughs) ma'am ma'am um and then so uh, they also said the News Literacy Project also said the film purports to show deaths occurring after COVID-19 vaccinations, but does not provide evidence that the vaccinations caused an increase in unexpected deaths. So like they're doing like they're implying causation. Yeah. There's no correlation and the, there's not even really causation. Like it's all very implied. There's no it, it, it's just like it's not. And their quote unquote data of people who've died are people who died from other things right yeah and it's just because they were vaccinated like if you if you ate if you ate a fucking cheeseburger after covid started and then you died of a heart attack you didn't die from eating that one cheeseburger you died from who knows what but like right 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 yeah you know Uh, yeah heart disease heart disease not covid not not the covid vaccine or whatever not the covid vaccine oh my god well that's like when my dad died he was like a week i think he was a week out from being fully vaccinated mm-hmm. and a bunch of people where he lived were like oh the covid vaccine and i was like they didn't say that to my face but i was like absolutely not it's so insane my uncle did though he asked me he's like do you he think it was the vaccine yeah. yeah well he said it on the phone do you think it was a vaccine i was like no it wasn't the fucking vaccine i was so pissed um Anyway, it was a heart attack. Okay, anyway, um, so people, so this is like things that uh, the News Literacy Pro, uh, the News Literacy Project did, like their fact check essentially. Okay, mm-hmm. people did not start dying suddenly after the COVID-19 vaccines were released. That's a fact. And this is something that the movie was trying to prove. Severe reactions to the shots are rare, but they do occur. Like mm-hmm. that's also a fact. Some clips in the film supposedly show people dying unexpectedly, but actually show incidents unrelated to the COVID-19 vaccine or people who didn't die at all. So like you said, (laughs) right. It's like on the one hand, it's like, oh, yeah, people died unexpectedly, but like it wasn't related to the vaccine and or they were showing people that they like claimed died, but died who didn't die. It's weird. And then, of course, oh, people for for the anti-vaxxers, it's got to all come back to Bill Gates. Otherwise, they're not anti-vaxxing correctly. So they're all, you know, fucking chips and he wants to control people. So um, the News Literacy Project also said Microsoft co-founder and philanthropist Bill Gates did not say that he wanted to use vaccines to kill people and reduce the population. That was like one of their like theories, you know, or their themes in the shitty ass movie that hopefully well i, w- I want to say no one saw it but people all saw it on facebook and I'm that's sure. why they were very smart to do that yeah because people there's an audience for there's it there's an audience and people just kind of trust anything they see on facebook without second guessing it and it's so wild Ugh. i know and okay this is like a weird thing but it's very um specific to this time period the between halloween and like new year's okay so and i've never heard of this but i have now and it's fascinating that this is a thing it sounds so dumb but okay and it is dumb i just want you to know it also is dumb but (laughs) it also sounds dumb okay so anti-vax groups have also been spreading rumors about the seasonal increase in sugar poisoning of the children and then, like, that's what causes the flu. Like, sugar height, heightened levels of sugar consumption are what causes influenza. That's their 
that's their hypothesis. Okay. Oh Too much God. sugar gives you the flu. Uh. It's, I mean, well, I'm shocked that they're not like, it's the fentanyl. You know what I mean? <laughs> but obviously. There's fentanyl in the sugar. There's fentanyl. In, sugar is fentanyl. It's like Soylent Green. Oh, my God. The, the sugar is, is fentanyl. People. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Obviously, all debunked. The flu season does not occur because of increased sugar intake. It's so dumb. It's Influenza is a contagious respiratory illness. It's not related to sugar at all. And causes of influenza spike during colder months. But that So that's true. But it is increased. It is due to increased time spent indoors, more social gatherings because of the holidays, lack mm-hmm. of sunlight, and like a bunch of other factors that don't have anything to do with sugar. So... Uh, it's just also uh, upsetting. Well, like, yeah. Read a book. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard because it's hard. It's hard. It's on. It's on Facebook and your friend Barbara Ann that you went to. Yeah, you know, like you guys like used to fucking do go to sock hops together totally. and shit and now she's sharing it and you're like oh she's a smart woman and she is you know this is the thing i know the, it doesn't make no one's dumb for believing this stuff because it's meant to fool us all but now that you're aware i mm. guess like once you're made aware that there is a bunch of crap out there it's good to then think about it you know what i mean yeah um Yes, it is very difficult to parse through this stuff. It's very difficult to hear somebody that you love and respect mm-hmm. parrot some of these batshit kind of uh, theories and yeah. ideas while you're sitting at the dinner table just yeah, trying just... to eat your fucking Christmas ham or whatever. Oh my! I know, I know. No, it is. I listen. I had a moment. I had a moment with this, like this, with an uncle last Christmas. And he's fucking shouting off shit that him and his wife read on Facebook. And I'm like, stop. This isn't real. And he's like, oh, I could show you this sh- the source. I'm all, show me. He's like, it was on Facebook. I was like, that's not a source. Next. <laughs> I was such an asshole. Good. I didn't care. Well. I was nice. here. Here's how to get through, you know, your Christmas dinner. Yeah. Talking to your weird uncle without causing a huge fight at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Which could result in everyone telling each other to fuck off and or makes your grandma cry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if your uncle starts talking at you about, you know, anti-vax shit, uh, Wayfair human trafficking people, fentanyl and Halloween candy, the best strategy is to just ask them questions about the things they say. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like just if keep you, digging. Be curious. If you Get if curious. You, if you can't figure out a way to like wiggle out of this conversation and you want to kind of shut it down and the best you can, the it's the best way to kind of diffuse and start to unwind a person from their weird conspiracy theories. Um, Just ask them about it in a non-condescending, genuinely oh, curious way. Well, yeah, <laughs> you might need to actually excuse yourself from the dinner table. Um, yeah. Also is a, is this a condescending question? And you believe that because, Yes. Is this condescending? Does that sound real to you? And does that sound like a real thing to you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. I can't play this game. Okay, we could role play if you want. You okay. be the crazy uncle. No, no, because this doesn't help me. Oh, but I will I will tell you what to say. Oh, okay. I see. I'll learn from your example. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you know? Okay, I'm trying to think of what my uncle was actually talking to me about, but it was so long ago and it was so mushy. It was so mushy brain. Um, okay. Uh, did you know that um, someone, like a friend of a friend's friend, was fentanyled at their car with a napkin? Oh, my God. What does that mean, fentanyled? What do you mean? Well, the napkin was laced with fentanyl, and then they touched it, and then they got, and then they got all sick. People and yeah, someone was trying to kidnap them for sex trafficking. Wow, I didn't realize that fentanyl was that powerful. Can you tell me more about fentanyl? Don't touch it. 
you'll be sex trafficked. So if you touch fentanyl, you'll die? No, you'll just get sex trafficked. Well, you might die, I guess, but you'll pass out and you'll and then uh, someone will kidnap you. So instantly you pass out from fentanyl? I guess. Where did you hear this from? Who where what Facebook? Uh, I saw it on uh someone said uh that they know someone who knows something someone who knows another person and that happened to them. Oh, that's so interesting. I'd love yeah. to read more about this. Can you send me the link to that? Oh, it's not a link. It's just a post that someone made with a fucking. Oh, it's just a post. Okay, well, that doesn't really sound very reputable. Is this something that you witnessed, like no, at any no. point in time? No. Mm-mm, okay. Mm-mm. Didn't huh. even. Should I? I. I didn't even. I mean, now I'm thinking maybe I should have Googled it in the news to see if it was real. But did you know Google's controlled by the overlords? Who are the overlords? Bill Gates. He's trying to chip us all. Oh, I almost thought you were going to say Jews, but I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm a, a conspiracy theorist asshole, but I'm actually not anti-Semitic. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of the conspiracy theories that you love all come back to hating Jews. Oh, Mm, well, I just don't take it to that part, so I'm free and clear. All right, Uncle Mike. <laughs> Let's drink some more wine. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> okay, that's the best I can do. Okay, and, that was but if that you wasn't gen- bad. Yeah, if you genuinely, if you can't like stay genuine or non-condescending, or if they can't stay on topic or engage in a way that's meaningful, you can gently guide them back to the original question, or you can change the subject to keep the peace. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just it bail. takes practice. It really takes a lot of practice. Yeah. Um, but there's lots of resources out there to help. Um, and I will say there are levels. So if you have yeah. a family member that is at the extreme level of like, they're like level eight clear on oh. the QAnon yeah. spectrum. Like we know where they were on January 6th and it wasn't here. No. Yeah. They were at the Capitol. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If your family member or loved one is way far down the rabbit hole, uh, then try these things. These are recommended by a former violent white supremacist who, like, got out of it mm-hmm. and is now, like, trying to help people cope with their family members and loved ones who oh, have yes. strayed down a path. Um, that makes sense. Because, like, once you're out, you don't want to deal with that shit anymore. Yeah. And you yeah. are, like, you you realize, like, oh, my God, this is, like, very destructive and bad. And yeah, so. Yeah. This person is trying to help. Um, so, okay. The first thing is to co- is from this person is to clearly communicate and enforce your boundaries. Decide what words, phrases, and topics of discussion are off the table for you and the consequences of breaching those boundaries. Um, you could say, I don't want to talk about politics at all with you. Yeah. If you could bring up politics, I like politics, the deep state, Trump child yeah. trafficking or anything like that I'm going to end our conversation put like make that a very clear boundary that's totally fine it yes. doesn't need to be weird also for anyone looking for help in setting boundaries Melissa Urban who is also the founder or like one of the co-founders of Whole30 um she just released a book about it's like the book of boundaries mm. She is doing so much content like around the holidays. She's giving you like she is a great boundary setter and she's giving you scripts to help you. Yeah. Her book is phenomenal. I've only like heard the first little bit, but like it's so helpful and it's just so reinforcing that like setting a boundary does not mean you're unkind or that Mm -hmm. you're difficult or that you're you know it doesn't mean anything except that you know where the line is for you to maintain your like mental and physical health yep so don't worry about it and if you need a backup she's got you you're not being an asshole you're not you're just you're putting up a boundary and that's okay also like it's okay to not want to talk about fucking weird pedophilia rumors with your uncle at the thanksgiving table totally or whatever you know easter yeah any holiday um, another tip is don't try to argue. Arguing and debating is ineffective. Yeah. Many conspiracy theorists and far right adherents have are, have ready made templates and scripts mm. available online for them to easily refute any arguments you make. 
It's okay to say, I disagree or I don't believe that, but arguing generally creates a wedge of defensiveness and actually makes it harder to reach someone. Also, like, how are you going to argue with crazy? Yeah, you can't. None of this stuff is real. So, like, they're like they're just going to keep making up fantasy shit. And it's just like, where do you, like, you're going to feel unhinged. The goalposts will always move. It's always there's moving, never yeah. There's never going to be a common ground. So, yeah. don't try to argue. Yeah. Um, Another tip is to reach out regularly regularly to connect and check in. Try to focus on like non-QAnon-related topics. Um, just like ask them how they are. Say like just something that's relevant to their interests. Yeah. Um, talk normal about, convos. Yeah, normal yeah. conversations. Like look at this picture of my kids. Like oh, like miss you, whatever. Um, another that's tip is good if it's like a sibling or something. But like an total. uncle, don't bother. No. You know, that's the responsibility of his family. Totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't talk to him as is. It'd be weird if I was like, hey. Well, that's, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. That's another strategy altogether. Yeah, true. Hmm. Uh, invite them to engage in activities outside of their echo chamber. Suggest going for walks or hikes, playing golf, fishing, working in the garden, playing video games mm-hmm. or like community service projects together. Don't uh, forget to enforce the boundaries you've set. Regular, meaningful connection outside of the world they've existed in is really critical. Mm. Um, another tip, listen more than you speak. Focus on feelings. One of the things that people really need to have to effectively disengage is to begin to feel all of the feelings they have. Um, and if you're able to give them a space to do that, and make it safe for them to kind of process what it is they're feeling. A lot of these people are like have a lot of like anger deep down and like feeling misunderstood. And if you really love this person and really want the, to pull them out, it's like you have to like keep that safe space for them to, yeah, you know, to exist instead of this like online fucking forum or whatever. Yeah, it's so easy to like be shitty about this, but also it's kind of like addiction, you know, it's mm-hmm. like these people are have just been they're still the person you love, but like something is controlling them that like they've totally. been hijacked. You know what I mean? Totally. Exactly. So it is important to like, you know, I'm making jokes, uh, obviously, but like all jokes aside, they they are your family and like they're they are someone you love, assuming mm-hmm. um, and like you know, finding ways to relate to them and then ignoring and setting boundaries around all the other shit. That's the best you can do sometimes. Yeah. Um, Detaching with love. Yeah. And then uh, the last thing is, or one of the last things, remember that their beliefs that they have this, like whatever in your mind is crazy belief. It's been helping them get their, their needs met. Um, yeah, it's meeting some sort of need. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's like finding community or just like scratching some sort of an itch that they have. Like, Therapy would meet a lot of these needs also. I just totally. want to say that because yeah. it's like feeling unseen, like your self-worth is low. It's like all of the fucking shit, you know, but of that's why it all works. Yeah. Um, a lot of these belief systems uh, could be offering them at least the illusion of having their needs met or maybe functioning as a means of coping with mm-hmm. not having their needs met effectively. Uh, people who immerse themselves inside these destructive worlds and belief systems often have felt unseen, unheard, and disconnected from something meaningful or greater than themselves, yeah. and they lack access to things that allow them to feel empowered. Very much like addiction, like you are yeah. saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing is examine yeah. your own relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. There may be unresolved issues or hurts, which you both need to address so everyone can heal. Ultimately, you must remember that disengagement with a belief system such as QAnon is a process and it's often very lengthy. Uh, Mm. You just have to, if you really, truly love somebody, you're going to figure out a way to like stick with it. Yeah. Keep a connection, but like distance yourself in other ways. Like, yeah. Keep yourself. Yeah protected too so i bet there's like honestly i bet there's support groups at this point. oh there definitely is yeah there is a thousand percent yeah like QAnon, like QAnon anon or something where it's like you're someone who 
is affected by someone who's in QAnon, I guess. It sounds like a joke, like a sketch or something, but it's real shit. There's, I mean, I mean, there's people who's like dads and shit are getting into this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I have, I do have an uncle who, I have a couple uncles, one who's like completely gone. Like yeah. there's no getting him back. Um, right. And then I have another uncle who like was very full on MAGA who's now kind of like it's just a little too much like it's gone too far Mm. and I'm I'm not interested in that anymore yeah and being able to like have a conversation with them again like there's a lot of other stuff that needs to be shut down sure but yeah 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 yeah. that comes with some baggage yeah but one thing at a time and also like you can't reach those places until you like create a space of like you know where they feel I don't know well and not to like give that person too much credit but like also admitting like with how divisive things are right now like admitting that that's not for you anymore and and you don't like where it's heading or whatever is very hard to do today Mm -hmm. because it's I mean everybody just wants to be right and like it's yeah so that's already like a good sign you know yep yep okay so then you could build a what is it in good faith you then you can start to have conversations in good faith this person like wants to uh, like wants to have a better relationship with you maybe or like wants to live their life in a way that's different from how they were yeah, because it's very isolating, and yeah. uh, it's it eventually like it starts out as fun, I think, for a lot of people, and exhilarating yeah. almost to like discover and be part of something that's like, you know, that not everybody knows about or whatever, or you feel like not everybody knows about. Also, like, just oh, okay, yeah, for QAnon, I was thinking even just with like mega, it's like mm-hmm. I can understand the appeal of like the patriotism, even just like how exciting it is to watch the World Cup in the U.S. play and how like amped you get, and it's like this one, you know, three-hour game or whatever. Like, it's like this three-hour moment in time, mm-hmm. and we don't really have that collectively as a nation because like there is so much going on that doesn't feel good and so I would imagine it feels good to be like you know what let's just kind of like go back to the 1950s vibe where like we can all feel really good about being American or whatever Mm -hmm. and I could see why that's appealing yeah like if you choose not to live in reality which is a condescending way to say that but like you know it's like it's uh it's a choice it's liberating for people in a lot of ways Yeah, yeah, yeah um and it's a choice. Okay. So that all is, that's all one thing. But how do you personally, when you are out in the world, like when you're doom scrolling or watching slash listening to the news that your mom has on while she's cooking the Christmas <laughs> ham, like how do you, uh, how do you personally spot misinformation? Yeah. And how, what do you do about it? Um, I, I, I'll tell you what I do. I always look for a credible source. Mm -hmm. Every like we live in a time of like our timeline right now is like memification. Everything's a meme. And so there's never context with anything. So right off the bat, if something doesn't have a legitimate recognized like news source, I immediately write it off. Or if it's something that's interesting to me, I will Google it. Yes. And I will see if that's something that pops up in a few places that, that's, again, are reputable. And I'm talking like, you know, and there's an issue because like people think these media are like liberal, have liberal agendas. But it's like mm-hmm. if it's not New York Times, if it's not Washington Post, I'm not, you know, L.A. Times, whatever, like the big, you know, newspapers, I'm not really interested like, yeah, because all of these huge publications have fact-checking departments, and yeah. they like they're have still doing human, real journalism. They have human beings like who have mm-hmm. degrees in journalism and ethics, and you know, yeah. know, and are beholden to like this kind of do no harm, yeah, uh, ethos. So yeah. It's very important to a lot of people. This is their job uh, to fact check stuff. So, um, yeah. But while you're out there consuming content, ask yourself these five questions. Um, and this comes from uh, 
the good people at rumorguard.org, which mm-hmm. is a website created by the News Literacy Project. Mm-hmm. The News Literacy Project is a nonpartisan education pr- nonprofit building a national movement to create a more news literate America. Great. Okay. Love it. First thing you should ask yourself is, is it authentic? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this thing that I'm reading, is it authentic? Period. Yeah. And that could mean even like, does it look tampered with? You know, like, is the image, does the image look off? Like, sometimes you can just tell by looking at it. Is this tweet even real? Like, is, is this, this tweet even real? Is yeah. this digitally like, you know, is yes. this, is this like altered in any way? Is this, is, is this, this a like screenshot of an article or is this a link to an actual article that's like yeah. populating? Yes. That's number one. Uh, second thing, has it been posted or confirmed by a credible news source? Like you're saying. Yeah. Has like the New York Times like picked this story up? Has Reuters right. like written about it? Whatever. Or are just all of your friends sharing it? Yeah. Or is it With like no context? Weirdnews.net, you know, <laughs> like kind of bustybabes.org or whatever. You're like, yeah. that's not, is that a news source? Like, I didn't know they were doing news. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing news now. Um, Next thing to ask, is there evidence that provides the claim? So even if there is some sort of like evidence that proves the claim. Yeah. Like if there's something out there, like a a news article written about this, that seems legit. Like where, who's, who's being talked to? Where's the experts? Where's the eyewitness? Like, yeah. Who's, who's on the ground? What actually happened? What are the facts? Yeah. Um, Next thing is the context accurate. Okay. This has been a huge thing for like the World Cup. There's been a bunch of people like sharing videos of like protests and, you know, people burning things in the, in the stands or whatever. A lot of these, uh, videos and images are out of context. They are things that happened at, you know, soccer matches in different parts of the world yeah like years ago years maybe ago, yeah. yeah months ago years ago whatever sure. so just you know make sure that it's actually to do with that exact moment in time for the context yeah because yeah, like context. it is authentic in mm-hmm. that it is a real video of an event occurring but then there's like text around it saying that this is happening t- right now 2022 and it's like yeah no yeah. Or like this event, actually, this photo is taken in 2013 and yeah. is, you know, a picture of somebody protesting a a rally over like veganism or something. It's like, yeah, has nothing to do with the World Cup. Or yes, whatever. yes, yes, yes. OK. Uh, and then the last thing is, is it based on solid reasoning? So yeah. like. What is the even the the reasoning here what is like like what is is this like a a real thing to be concerned about is this like what is what's happening here so yeah or is this just another story saying how drug dealers are giving away all their product to children yeah (laughs) um i do yeah uh visit newslit.org slash donate if you want to support this foundation i'm gonna put it in the notes but it's really amazing you can go to newslit.org anytime um that's the news literacy project website and there's always like when we were talking about doing this episode we wanted to do like topical stories that are like Mm -hmm. circulating right now and so this was a great resource for that because they're constantly weeding through headlines that are popping up and being shared on social Mm -hmm. media and they're like fact checking them yeah or not even fact checking them because a lot of times they're like immediately this is fake. But here's why it's gaining traction and like here's what's wrong with it. And here yeah. are some ways to like combat people sharing this. And I did like a whole training with them when I was at like the local radio station here. Because oh. we did like a um, we did a we had someone from the organization on the morning show we were doing and like during the lockdown and um, it was really cool. And then they invited us in to do like this literacy literacy thing. And so it's uh, there's like quizzes you could take mm-hmm. on there. And there's just like so much you can learn about news literacy and how you can like tell your friends, you know, if they're sharing mm-hmm. stuff that's wrong. Like, hey, actually, this has been disproven. 
here's what this is actually from. Here's a link to the original article. Like, you know, just ways that you can give more information when you know something's wrong. And that's right. You don't always initially know. Like I had so many friends sharing the like 15,000 protesters have been sentenced to die in Iran like because of or in Iran because of like whatever protesters like they're going to be killed. And then it's like that wasn't true. Um, But celebrities were sharing that people were raising money. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's all a lot, but. We wanted to end on like a more um, <laughs> a more fun note. So we thought it would be fun if we just did like a this is like a try not to laugh challenge, I guess. Yeah. Based on a TikTok we saw this week that I think uh, I think um, our friend Brian Derrick, DJ Brian, shared it with me and I died and it was so good. I immediately <laughs> sent it to you. And then uh, I thought this would be a fun way to maybe end the podcast. Um, and so we're going to. So the topic of this week's Try Not to Laugh Challenge is things we think the anti-vaxxers take or do to protect themselves from the flu in lieu of a vaccine. (laughs) So like what do we think anti-vaxxers are taking or what do we think they're doing to protect themselves from the flu since they're unvaccinated? Okay. Would you like to start or go second? Okay, I'll start. Okay, and like you'll just say one and I'll just, we'll just go back. And and we'll try not to laugh. And we'll try not to laugh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, praying to Jesus. Artisanal sprouted wheat from Mandy Patinkin's country farm. Essential oil enemas. Ted Cruz's tonsil stones. (laughs) Masturbating to Joe Rogan's podcast. (laughs) The Vaseline tub from their childhood home. Mm, taking artisanal horse meds. The McRib. Manifesting antibodies. Honey on DVD and Blu ray. <laughs> Jade eggs dipped in Manuka honey. Kirk Cameron's birthday sub. <laughs> Do you remember that? Jenny McCarthy's hair dye. <laughs> Taking a deep breath and counting to January 6th. <laughs> Vibrational vibes. That's all I got. Ray Dunn affirmations. Okay, I have a few more. Do you want to hear them? Okay. Alex Jones back hairs. Farm fresh anthrax. Bath salts. Essential oils of Olay. Chick-fil-A. The tears of a bald eagle. Lance Armstrong's doped blood. Fancy snacks from TJ Maxx. Peppa Pig's dickhead. Chris Angel's failed magic tricks. <laughs> Zach Baggins' chin pubes. I think that's Ew. it. Ew. Oh, God. Oh, uh, my God. That was well, fun. I, I did not win. I didn't win. I no, laughed. there's no winning. Oh, yeah, yeah. We both laughed. I laughed immediately. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. How fun. Uh, I love it. All right. Well, uh, you guys, uh, <laughs> that's all we got. Yeah. Try to... Try to stay uh, sane through the holidays, the rest of the year, what we have left of it. Yeah. And uh, follow us on social media. Yeah. DTFU podcast. All the places. Yeah. Send us a story if you want to. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll read it for a 300th episode. <gasps> Ooh. I don't know. Diarrhea stories. <laughs> Weird sexcapades. Weird sexcapades. Uh, uh, falling. But like you're not hurt bad. I don't want to read that. But like it was funny and maybe your skirt went up over your head and your choney showed or something. 
farts in a bar. I don't know. <laughs> fart bar. This is not a fart bar. Did you try to light your farts on fire, but your pubes caught fire, mm. and then you stunk up the whole house, and your grandma was like, what's that smell? <laughs> is somebody burning pie? <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. Send us stories. Send us notes. Rate, review, subscribe, whatever the people say. Love it. Um, go. Oh, we, if you want to watch us, you could watch us on Spotify or you can watch us on YouTube. Um, That's right. All the places. DTFU podcasts, all the places. Um, yeah. And I think that's it. Uh, listen, stay excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye-bye. Bye.